We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood, playing in pain with his broken leg. A savage ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 seconds. There's a whole burst to it. 20. Side steps to tackle. Runs left. 25 still on his feet. 46-yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker, a high school quarterback, is going to throw. The fake is on it. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo with my co-host, my partner in crime. He stepped in off the bench like an aged quarterback, making his return. Magic Johnny. Magic Johnny Gomez here to help us recap the Rams 26-9 victory over the Cardinals. Mike's unavailable. Tommy was having fun with his family at the game, and so here we are, Matt Johnny. How are you doing today? I am jet lagged to all hell. So, uh, <laughs> but I'm happy to come back on a uh, on a victory of. So, I mean, at least there's that, right? Well, help us out here. You, you were in Taiwan. <laughs> I was. I, I went on a vacation and uh, have lots of friends out there that I love very much, and. Yeah, came back yes last night, and yeah, still still recovering from that. Well, I mean, you, you I mean, let's be real though. Even right now, you seem to have more energy than Tommy is at night. Try and get Tommy in a podcast at night. It's like he's like sleepwalking sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> so I'll give you some props. You're you're awake and you're with us, folks, because he's half asleep. And quite frankly, there's other things going on tonight, and plus. This game was pretty straightforward. This won't be a long podcast. We're going to break it down for you. Before we do, please hear a word from our sponsors. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Also, cannot, cannot avoid the whole prize picks that we got going on. Prize picks, they are the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play DFS is just you against the numbers. So instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six player staff projections and watch the winnings roll in. Now, unfortunately, our guru here, Johnny, was out of town this week in Taiwan where he couldn't play. So we'll have to wait for Steve's picks when you get one they have bunny heads this week. But we can tell you it's the most fun. I, our guys are talking about winning up to 25% of their money, 25 times their money. They can test their skills this season and it's the most exciting way to play. And you can turn 10 bucks into 250 bucks, just a few taps. Seriously, you can make your picks and submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. So, this is what you got to do. Check out prizepicks.com forward slash Ramstalk and use the code Ramstalk for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com forward slash Ramstalk and use the code Ramstalk for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. It's a great way to get involved in, in daily fantasy sports, a great way to try to make some money if you enjoy that kind of thing. And they also have special nights like Taco Tuesday where you can actually get discount projections up to 25%. So there you go. Check them out. Price fix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, Johnny, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's get into it. It's nice to come home, I guess, like you said, to a win. And here are the numbers for you. The Cardinals. 21st downs, Rams 17. Third down efficiency, 6 of 16 for the Cardinals, 4 of 12 for the Rams. Most of the Cardinals stuff was in the first half, by the way. They were 2 for 4 on fourth down. Total yards, 345 for the Cardinals, 382 for the Rams. And again, much of that was dominance by the Cardinals in the first half. Tale of two halves. Total play, 73 for the Cardinals, 55 for the Rams. Average per play, 6.9 for the Rams, 4.7 for the Cardinals. Yards rushing, 179 for the Rams, 130 for the Cardinals. You would not have known this at halftime. Totally legit. You wouldn't have known this. Yards for carry, 4.3 for the Cardinals, 6.4 for the Rams. Rams had 203 net yards passing, 215 for the Cardinals. So it wasn't the world's best day for Stafford, but 
We'll talk about who had that great day today in a moment. Three sacks for the uh, for the Rams, sacked, and twice for the Cardinals. Four punts for the Rams, three for the Cardinals. Five penalties for the Cardinals, six for the Rams. 59 yards penalty and for the Rams, 36 for the Cardinals. And each team had a fumble loss. Time possession, 30 minutes and 30 seconds for the Cardinals, 29-30 for the Rams. And that is after a dominant first quarter by the Cardinals where they had the ball pretty much almost the entire quarter. So, hearing all those numbers, Johnny, what jumps out of you? I mean, there was a, a lot to jump out at me, particularly with um, just the, the difference between the halves. Holy crap, like, I, I look at the the first half of uh, especially offensive stats, and it's like, did they just forget to wake up? Are they the ones that were jet lag? Um, because I, I'm a little confused as to what transpired. And, and keep in mind, if we're going up against uh, a powerhouse team like, say, the Eagles, like they did last week, I think I can give them a pass. But against a team like the Cardinals, I'm like, what? Like, uh, are you sure it's the Cardinals? And and that's kind of the bizarre thing about this team in general is one moment you you feel a little confident because they're they're holding their own against a team like the Eagles, like the 49ers, and then they play up against the Cardinals and you'd think they'd be the powerhouse team. Uh, And then, uh, of course, then they collapsed in the second half and then they look like the Cardinals again. But still, it's it's so bizarre to see that. Um, I, I understand that this may not be, you know, the Super Bowl caliber team that, you know, we want the Rams to be. But it, it's it's very weird. I, I have to say, this is probably the most bizarre team I've seen in quite some time. I think what what frustrates me the most is that Every single major complaint we've had about Sean McVay, his his play calling in the first uh, five games, everything was just shown in that first half. Their refusal to run the ball in the red zone, the just reliance on going five wide, shotgun five wide, like that will work for you once in a while, but if you stay there long enough, you're just making yourself one-dimensional. We've had this complaint all year. Well, we've had this complaint for a few years now, and yet here we are having that same complaint again, and all of a sudden they hit a deep ball to Cooper Cup right before halftime, get some points, and, and now, okay, now we're thinking, okay, well, maybe maybe the game will shift here, and it shifted to the, to the number of Kyron Williams having 20 carries for 158 yards for the game. None of us saw that coming after that first half. Rams came out first half in the second half with nine straight running plays. Where yeah, was it, that, Johnny? Where was it? I it, And the funny thing is you brought up the big point there that he still refuses to run the ball in the red zone after what you had just said, that they ran the ball 20 times. And none of it was in the red zone where it should matter, where Williams may actually thrive in and yet still refuse to do so. I don't get it. I don't. And and, but at this point, it's it's safe to say Kyron Williams is legit. They the team appears just by how they run when he is given the ball, how they block for him. They seem to enjoy blocking up front for him. And why not just 
run people over. Imagine how different the game could have been last week if the Rams just showed a smidgen of commitment to the running game. The Jets knocked off the Eagles today. The Jets, they have no offense at all right now. They I didn't, mean, no. I, I just, that Eagles game was closer than what people realize. It was a, it was a game that the, the Rams gave away. It doesn't mean they would have won. I'm not saying they would have won. The Bengals game, to me, the Bengals didn't beat the Rams. The Rams beat the Rams. The Eagles, I believe, won that game last week, but it wasn't helped at all by what the Rams did. The Rams just abandoned the run over and over again in close games. Here we are today. They come out in the second half with this commitment, and you're like, this is what happens every time they commit to the run. It's just, it's weird because, again, you, you have to look at your opponents. And I, I understand that there was adjustment in this game, which is obvious that they needed to do in order to win the game. But what was the game plan to begin the game? You know, that I was just, I was just, I mean, also keeping in mind that this is the Arizona Cardinals that dominated time of possession in the first half. You know, it wasn't even close. And if you go up against a much better team, this is going to be far out of reach, and the Rams are not going to win this football game. But because they played against the Arizona Cardinals, they went into halftime, what, down by three or six or something like that? It was nine to six, yeah. Yeah. That, that just it shows you how the reason why – both these teams are in the bottom of the division, and it shows you why that the Cardinals are going to end up probably in the uh, sweepstakes for Caleb Williams or Drake May. I mean, you look at what the Rams are doing, though, and it's, it's befuddling. They're 3-0 when they commit to a run. They're 0-3 when they walk away from the run. They have a formula for winning. And even, even with, you know, with Cooper Cup being back and adding that weapon to the offense, this team is more than capable of making a decent run here. I'm, I'm not talking, I stand by what I believe. I don't believe this team's a playoff team, but it, uh, they're, they're better than we thought we were, what they thought they were when the season started. We've all acknowledged that. But they're also not a team that, in my view, can get away with some of the stuff they've been trying to get away with. They can't get away with making themselves one-dimensional. Few teams can. And that's, that's the frustration. But on the same token, so the positives, Cooper Cup looks great. Seven catches, 148 yards. Looks right. Nine targets. That's that's pretty good. You I'm know, just hoping he's Kua. healthy, man. I'm hoping too. I think he's gonna be all right. I mean, he stayed in the game. So Puka Nakua, four catches, 26 yards. Had had a a had a, had a drop on a very difficult catch in the end zone. I mean that that one's kind of tough one to judge. Um, but uh, the star of the game has to be Kyron Williams, and he hurt his ankle in the game, according to. Uh, According to Sean McVay, he should be fine. But when you finally get your running game going and you got a guy you can run in that game, you don't want that injury. 20 against 20 carries, 150 yards, 7.9 yards to carry, touchdown. By the way, one of my only few guys in fantasy who did anything this weekend on any of my teams. Weird weekend for fantasy, play, fantasy sports. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, but I am grateful. Because I beat uh, the top team in 
in my fantasy league in a different league. But uh, yeah, I'm very grateful for that. Uh, very weird. Like all the stars, like you had very few guys show up this week at all. I, I haven't even bothered to look at my team today because I, I, I can't bring myself to be like, what the heck happened? <laughs> what on earth happened? But here we are. So there, there we, there it is. That's really all I had. Like, I don't, we're not going to do a long show today. It, it It's, a tale to have. Is there anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, just one more thing. Like now I know Sean McVay kind of downplayed the, the Williams injury a little bit, but for playing devil advocate, um, what happens exactly if Williams isn't able to go next week? That's a great question, isn't it? Do do we get a healthy dose of Ronnie Rivers? And if that's the case, who's he, who's going to be his backup? Zach Evans? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. Like, yeah, I it, it's I I based on what I gathered from Sean McVay, it sounds like he's going to be fine and he should be able to play next week against the Steelers. But um, it is something to be wary of because. I don't have a lot of confidence if we have to, you know, put the load on, on, uh, Ronnie rivers and, you know, hope that he stays healthy. So we don't have to use, you know, Zach Evans, who I do like as a potential rookie player, but hasn't instilled enough confidence in the coaching staff to keep him on the roster or at least the active roster anyway. So yeah, I I don't know, man. It's it is something to be uh be aware of because you know this is going to be a very uh very aggressive defense. So yeah, we gotta gotta keep that in mind. Uh, moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are going to be all over the Rams' offensive line next week. No question. It's by the way for my fancy teams this week. A couple did do fine, um, but I have several teams eighty points and below. Ouch! That was a, <laughs> a bananas fancy week. There's just no way around it. I I I can't believe it. So there we go. But hey, in our league, in our league, guess what? I'm finally gonna win a game. Go figure. <laughs> I think I might lose in our league. Uh, yeah, I think I'm losing in my league. Or in our league. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And who shows up for, for me in our league? Adam Thielen. That's the guy who showed up for me. You were hooked on a Thielen, man. Hooked on a Thielen. Unbelievable. All right. I got nothing else. Folks, follow us on Twitter at TalkRans. Follow Johnny at Johnny5.6 and me at DC Apollo. Any final thoughts before we close out of here, man? Just go Rams. Go Rams. All right, folks. We'll see. We'll see you this week for both Bunny Heads and Rams Talk Radio. We're out of here. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? 
What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.